For too long, healing has been seen as a scary and even negative experience, but I believe that healing should be an exciting and empowering one. I'm your host, Kristen Vandenhubel, and in this podcast, you will learn all about making the connection between your physical and mental health from my experience as a student of naturopathic medicine, as well as from guests with experience in all areas of healing. Join me for another authentic conversation and be ready to get real with your health. Welcome back to another episode of Healing With It. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic of living with anxiety in a very chaotic world. We all know that it is not an easy world to live in these days. There is a lot going on, and with the pandemic, it just makes it even more chaotic. And I think there's a lot of negativity out there these days, and it can be really easy to get caught up in this, especially being an anxious individual whether you live with generalized anxiety disorder or you just find that you are a little bit more anxious and are more prone to being anxious. It can be really difficult these days. And being an anxious individual myself and having generalized anxiety disorder, it is really, really easy to get caught up in all the madness out there. And before we start, I want to quickly go over a segment in the podcast that I want to continue to do every week, and that is going to be mindful moments. So I will start the podcast by talking about my mindful moment of the week and just catching you guys up with how I've been feeling and really letting you guys know where I was able to be a little bit more mindful and how that improved my mental health that week. So My mindful moment this week was noticing how triggering social media has been lately for me personally. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to this. But just with everything going on, I'm from Ontario and there is just a lot going on with COVID protocols lately and new announcements and things shutting down again for the fourth or fifth time. And there is just a lot of stuff out there that feeds into that anxiety. And so I actually was able to take a step back this week and really notice how triggering social media has been to my overall anxiety levels. I became aware that I was just a little bit more antsy, a little bit more anxious this week. And when it came down to it, I noticed that whenever I was on my phone, whenever I was scrolling, I just felt so over-the-top anxious, like I couldn't control my thoughts and it was really just taking me down for a spiral and I did not want to be feeling that way. So I was able to realize that I needed to take that step back and that is really, really cool. So hopefully you guys enjoy this segment. I will be doing it every week and I would love to hear your mindful moments as well if you want to hit me up on Instagram at naturallykirsten and let me know what your mindful moments are and what makes you feel more connected to yourself. Without further ado, let's get started and let's talk about today's topic. So going back to the idea of how chaotic and just overwhelming our world can be these days, especially because we are more connected than ever, it is really easy to just feed into that and get overwhelmed and exhausted mentally and our mental social batteries can just really decrease so easily these days. 
And I wanted to kind of go over some ways that we can decrease these anxiety levels in this time because it's easy to feel like there's no way to escape. But I'm here to let you know that there are many coping mechanisms that we can use to get through these moments and especially times like this. And hopefully it can make you feel a little bit more positive, a little bit more hopeful, and it can help you get through these difficult times. So going back to the topic of social media and it being a little bit toxic at times, it is really important to be mindful of this and to decrease your time on social media, which I know is really difficult, especially when we are confined to our own homes. That is the first thing that we reach for. And I have really noticed myself depending on social media as my only form of entertainment, which is really, really crazy to me because there was a time before social media where I was able to entertain myself without it. And now that I am so dependent on it, it is like, what else can I do with myself without social media? And that's how I know I needed to take a step back. But just with all these new restrictions and just with COVID in general, I find that people are more willing to share their negative feedback on the topic more than they are to focus on how we can change things. And so that can also be quite toxic, I think, to a lot of us, even if we don't notice it. And of course, I'm not saying that people can't share their views. But what I'm saying is we have the power and the ability to take that step back and notice that it's triggering to us and just kind of log off for a bit of time. And lately, that's what I've needed to do. And a really, really big contributor to this is waking up right in the morning and going straight to social media before you start the day. This can really cause you to spiral for the day. When people say that your morning really sets you up for the rest of the day, this is honestly so true. And sometimes we don't realize this, but it can really make a huge difference in how our day goes. When we wake up and we automatically just grab our phone and look at Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and just take in all of this overwhelming information, this overload of information, we really do find ourselves changing our mindset or setting the tone for the day in a way that maybe we don't want to or aren't ready to quite yet. So I recommend trying to stay off your phone for at least 20 minutes when you wake up in the morning. I know a lot of people say an hour is ideal, and I totally agree, but I think that that can be quite difficult when we're so dependent. And I think just starting with a quick 20 minutes can be really helpful. And I still use my phone in the morning to do my meditations, and sometimes I'll use it to look up some journal prompts as well. And I think that can be really helpful. So I'd recommend taking those first 20 minutes to wake up, to meditate, to journal, to go for a walk, listen to a podcast, because then we're at least setting ourselves up for a little bit more of a positive day, of having more of a mindful day, and really being able to control what we are consuming right off the get-go instead of just taking an influx of information that we can't control 
because when we go on social media, you know you're not controlling what you're seeing. You are just seeing opinions and posts from so many people. And social media can be such a beautiful thing and an educational thing. And I still love it, but at times it can be quite toxic and we all have to be able to recognize this. So if you notice yourself waking up anxious, this could be a big factor into why you are feeling this way. Another big thing that we need to look at is what are we consuming outside of social media? Are we consuming the news in many different ways? Some people see it on cable TV. I know my parents watch it on cable TV, and so I consume it because of that. And also, even having the news app on your phone, I know that it can just pop up on your phone sometimes. I get Twitter notifications sometimes when something really important happens. I'll just get like a random notification about something going on in the world. And again, that's us not controlling what we're consuming. And if we don't take the initiative to take a step away from these things, then we are just retaining all this negative information. And I do understand that being educated and knowing what's going on in the world is important, but I think there's other ways we can do that. And news outlets typically are not the best ways to do that because they typically take more of a fear-mongering approach. There's many negative views and stories and they have debates and there's often a lot of negativity and more of a loud perspective that can really get in the way of our thoughts. And I don't enjoy how I feel when I'm watching the news and especially when I'm eating dinner because this is often when we turn the TV on and when we are consuming this stressful information at a time when our body should be in a relaxed state, then we actually have more digestive issues. We're not paying attention to how we're eating, how much we're eating, how fast we're eating. And if our body is stressed in the time of eating, it is not prioritizing digestion. It's prioritizing being safe because it thinks when we're stressed that something is wrong. And so our body is just trying to protect itself and therefore digestion goes on the back burner. And that is exactly what we don't want because then we have digestive issues. And when we have digestive issues, we do not feel good. We often feel more anxious because of this. So it can all really play into this bigger cycle that maybe we aren't aware of. And so I think it's really important that we do not consume this type of information or we try to reduce the amount of times we consume this information in a day or in a week if we can because it is just not good for us. Overall, the approach is not good. There are so many better ways to get this information, to be educated, to learn more on these topics, and news outlets just are not that. It's also really key for us to have mindful conversations during these times of heightened anxiety because it helps us become more aware of where our anxiety is stemming from because sometimes we don't really know exactly what's causing it and it's just important that we can be open about how we're feeling and even if we can't get to the root of why we're feeling that way we can at least address it and feel a little bit more understood a little bit more heard and a lot less alone because when we feel alone we do not feel good and we feel really isolated and that is just overall not a great time we can have mindful conversations in a lot of ways. We can have mindful conversations with somebody in our family that we trust. Everybody loves to have a good chat with their mom. 
or their dad or their siblings. And I think this is really helpful. But if you don't feel like your immediate family is the support that you need, then you can talk to your best friends. And hopefully you have a good inner circle of friends who are willing to listen and who want to hear you out, hear your perspective, and just like give you somebody to talk to and even to just discuss why you might be feeling this way. But I also think that going to therapy is a great way for us to address our negative feelings, our perspectives that maybe are playing into our high anxiety moments. And to be able to have somebody we can call who has a neutral perspective on our lives is really important because let's be real, we love our mom, we love our friends, but they're always going to be a little bit biased. So when we can take this unbiased perspective of a therapist who is honestly going to say it how it is and just give us a better outlook or ways to get out of these situations rather than just agree with us, then we can really see progress further. But again, there's nothing wrong with talking with your friends and your family. I understand that not everybody has access to a therapist because they are not just something that's free and easily accessible. And I get it. It's time out of your day. It's money out of your pocket. It's not easy, especially in a difficult time like we are living in. So if you can't see a therapist, just make sure you have people in your inner circle who you're close with, who you trust, that you can be open with and just have these authentic conversations and just open up. Be mindful of how you're feeling. And then on the other end of that, being mindful of the conversations we were actually having with people because it is so easy to fall into the topic of COVID and the pandemic when you're talking with people, whether you just met them or you're going out with people or whatever. It is just like the topic of the hour. And it's been the topic of the hour for a little bit too long. And of course, it's okay to be educated and understand what's going on. But we also need to be aware that when we are having these conversations, are they playing into the anxiety that we are currently dealing with? Because probably, yes, if we are putting ourselves in these conversations that make us feel threatened or we feel scared or fearful, then yeah, we're probably going to end up feeling anxious. And maybe we don't feel that anxiety during that conversation, but at some point it's going to come to us, whether we're trying to sleep that night or we wake up the next day feeling anxious. It's just overall not going to make us feel the best. So being mindful of what we're talking about and what perspectives we're taking. If the people you hang out with only want to talk about the pandemic, they only want to talk about all the chaotic stuff going on in this world, I think it's fair to say we should probably find other people we can have different conversations with. And sometimes we have to create those boundaries, which is the next thing that I wanted to talk about is setting these boundaries whether it is during these conversations with people. Maybe we need to be able to take a step back and say, hey, listen, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Could we maybe look at another topic? Or just being honest with people and saying this topic makes me feel really anxious and I'd appreciate if we could talk about something else. Or if people don't respond well to that, knowing that these are the type of people that maybe we don't get along with as well or we should spend less time with. And I get it. We cannot always get away from those people if they are family members or people we work with. But just being mindful of who those people are 
and what those triggering conversations might be. To set these boundaries for yourself is really, really important. But you can also set boundaries in other ways. And again, complain in social media. How long do you want to spend on social media a day? Or when do you realize that you need to stop scrolling on social media? Maybe while we are on social media, it's being mindful of when we start to feel that anxiety or that sense of heightened awareness or whatever it might be. We need to be able to create those boundaries and be understanding of what is triggering to us, what causes this increased anxiety levels and being able to take a step back from that. These boundaries are so important because boundaries are what really create a happier and a healthier lifestyle for ourselves. And boundaries are not easy. They are difficult to deal with. And it can cause negative responses from people in our lives if they don't understand boundaries or they feel offended by your boundaries. But ultimately, you are the only one impacted by your boundaries. In the end, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. As long as you are feeling your best self and you're able to remove yourself from negative situations that make you feel too anxious, that's what matters. And sometimes we just have to understand that people are not going to be on the same wavelength as us and understand the same way as us. And that's okay. Back to the topic that I brought up during my mindful moment of feeling like social media and just being online in general is the only thing that we have to entertain ourselves. It is really important that we find something to do outside of just being online. Again, living in a digital age during a time where we are more confined to our houses Social media and just the internet in general is like the easiest thing to jump to. I get it. It's not easy. I struggle with it. But we all know we need to find something outside of that. And there are so many things that we can do. We just don't always take it upon ourselves to figure out what that is. So I think it's important that we explore that, whether it's something as simple as going for walks. Maybe you really like to go for walks. Start going for walks, finding new places to go for walks. Or maybe it's exercise, which I think we should all be doing anyways. But if that's something that you haven't explored yet, finding maybe you like to do certain movements, grabbing coffee with a friend. Maybe you've explored that you enjoy reading more. And I think reading can be really helpful because it's a great way for us to become more educated at the same time as stepping away from the negative news outlets and social media and actually learning something from it from a perspective that might be a little bit more reliable and a little bit less extreme. Maybe you want to work on something that can help other people. And I know that when I'm able to help other people, I actually feel better myself. And I don't think we always notice that, but being able to help others is a great way for us to step outside of our thoughts and ourselves and really just move into thinking of other people And in a more positive light, because sometimes it can feel like everybody is a bad person in this world, when in reality, there are a lot of good people. And we just need to be able to connect with others. Connection during these anxious times is really important. We need to feel in touch with ourselves and with other people. So I would recommend finding what lights you up, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel empowered, but it doesn't make you feel trapped or anxious because there are so many things that we can do outside of social media that can get us outside of this world and really 
just give us something else to look forward to. And soon enough, you'll be able to notice that you are more inclined to do that rather than jump on social media. Because I think just when we're bored and we don't know what to do with ourselves, we're on social media for absolutely no reason. And it makes us feel tired and drained and just overall blah. I've noticed that personally. And I think that it's important to be able to recognize that. On that note, I think this is a great time for me to wrap up this podcast. I really like this conversation because I think it's so relevant and I think that it can help a lot of people. And I know it's really helpful for myself to even think about it. We covered a lot of good things. We talked about why we might be more anxious during this time and the things that might cause that and how we can actually reverse that and find different ways to cope during this time that are a little bit more healthy and just ways to be more mindful when we notice things that are triggering to ourselves, which is really, really important. And I hope that you guys can take something away from this. I'm really glad to have you here listening to my podcast. I would absolutely love if you could go give my podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to, you can also go check the show notes for my social media. You can check out my Instagram or my YouTube channel. And if you want to ask any questions or give any feedback, I'll also have the email to the podcast linked below. I am so thankful to have you guys here and I appreciate you guys listening. And I will talk to you guys in my next podcast. Bye.